Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnotthaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. I'm here with T.J. Miller and one of my favorite guests. And we're doing our first Thank you solo- for having me, Cash. This is my first time indoors. Yeah, well, there's been a lot of people upset over the years that we've been doing coal-powered episodes and it's not sustainable. Gotten a lot of anti-fracking flack. A lot of frack flack. Frack flack. Do you remember that insurance company? Yeah, that was frack yeah, not flack. That Some of the episodes were fueled by uh, crude oil, um, other episodes, but people felt like it just wasn't sustainable. It wasn't good for the environment. So we're stepping into the next era of cashing in with TJ Miller. This is our first solar powered episode. And TJ's in Michigan, I'm in California. And uh, I got to tell you, it feels good. It feels good well, to be doing it. I'm, I'm in Wyoming, Michigan. Yeah. I can even believe it. I mean, can it, you believe it? Does it feel different to be doing a, doing a solar-powered episode with the first podcast to attempt this? Well, it feels different for me, but my question kind of is, does it feel different for you? Does that make sense? Well, it's not easy. I'm doing this outdoors, and I have a uh, solar panel on my uh, on my on my head uh, right there on my uh, I call it my rooftop, which is my head. Well, we gotta <laughs> we gotta talk about my personal rooftop. I see. I see. That's what I call my, it. My human my rooftop. That's that, your forehead. Yeah, I human call that rooftop. my penthouse. It's up on my penthouse, my personal penthouse. Your penthouse and, is your head, and your your yeah. uh, the top of your head and your forehead is your uh, human roof. There's no way to put the solar panel uh, on my uh, personal head and on my personal rooftop uh, without sort of locking it down. So I'm balancing it by just sort of shifting. Oh my yeah, hips. there's a lot of movement. I mean, I wish people could see because you're shifting your hips. And then sometimes I do this. Sometimes I sometimes when I shift, I just go. <laughs> Yeah, that's good. Now I have birds flying by, and that's the thing. These are real. These solar panels are a real danger to birds. So I have to sort of shoo them away uh, with an actual shoe. I've been yeah, extra. You do a lot of shooing with well, shoes. Which uh, TJ left one time. He came over and went swimming, and uh, 
he left one of his shoes. That's what well, I used. Well, it's a size, and it's a size fourteen. And I also, I do most of my shoeing with high heels. I'll tell people, hightail it out of here, shoe, shoe. You know. Yeah. Is that- uh, as long as we're as long as we're talking about solar power stuff, um, I think we should discuss, uh, you know, the where were you of it all because it's not very sunny here. When you weren't wherever you are now. Where were you? You know, I hate to say it, but uh, I'm just not getting a lot of sun here. And, and I'm in Wyoming, Michigan. So that's a real place. Right. And I don't think that there's a Michigan, Wyoming. No, there's not. And I'm wondering, TJ, if, if you have any technical problems, any audio issues, that might be because the sun doesn't shine uh, very often there in uh, Wyoming, Michigan. Well, and that's actually what happened is I told somebody, I did my stand-up act, and I said, what do you think of it? Your comedy styling? Is that what you were doing? Yeah. And they said, you should go stick that where the sun don't shine. And so I headed right to Wyoming, Michigan. Or you said, no, that's here. I'm already here where the sun don't shine. No, they told they told me that in another state, and then I traveled here. I was in Columbus, Ohio. I think there should be a rule that you can't have inside a state another state's name, uh, you know, a city named after another state, because it's very confusing. I agree. It's very confusing. Well, I agree. I mean, it's so bizarre to call a place Wyoming, Michigan, and I don't know why – Wyoming hasn't insisted that they have a town called Michigan. Yeah. Because it's sort of a tit for tat thing here, in my opinion. I mean, yeah. you know, if you're going to get a tit, you might as well get a tat. If Kate lets me touch her breast, um, then I give her a tattoo because that's sort of a tit for a tat right there. And I think that's important. And often I'll do the tattoo of me grabbing the tit. Yeah. Or. And, you know, I'll give her a tit for a tat. So we have tats all over our tits, I guess is what I'm saying. The sheer audacity of Michigan. Not only do they take another uh, uh, state's name and and name a city after it, uh, they also have the audacity to – Audacity. The audaciousness. The sheer audacity. We just talked about this before we came on the show to go with the East Coast time zone. Okay, uh, and I had no idea. Michigan- no, Cash, we okay. didn't discuss this. You started off on it, is what we call this. <laughs> well, because I thought I thought we had more time to do this episode, and you're like, "No, I'm on East Coast time," and I was like, "In Michigan?" I mean, for Michigan to claim they're on the East Coast, the sheer audacity—it should be the same time zone as, as you know, um, Chicago or. Uh, some of the other uh, states and cities in that region, maybe Milwaukee. Why? why? I, I don't think that they're that close. I just picture it more like when I think of Michigan, I think Midwest. That's not a put down. I've always liked Michigan. I'm just, it's not. I'm just saying you can't just I think decide. It is Midwest. You can't just decide. What if all of a sudden Nevada decided they were going to go with the East Coast time, just to? Kind of screw us all over. That's how. I'm yeah, but you know what it is. You know what it is. You know what it is. Chicago's on the other side of Lake Michigan, and so Lake Michigan kind of is the point where you go to Midwest, because mm-hmm. south of Michigan is Indiana, Kentucky, Tennessee, Alabama, Georgia. South of Chicago is Illinois, Mississippi, Arkansas, 
Louisiana. So I, I sort of get it. But I think Louisiana is on East Coast time also. It is pretty um, It's pretty arbitrary. I do agree with you about that. Here's one other thing, and we're just flipping around. It's, it's Flip Around Tuesday, where we're not going to do all the – That's what they call it. It doesn't have great around. alliteration, so I actually call it To Flip Around to Tuesday. <laughs> The, to, to, so I to add two to Tuesday. I add to two to T's. Two T's. I give a to T for a to tat. That's if I grab both breasts, you get two tattoos. We're going to flip this around a little bit. And because I'm going to do a tiny opinion now. Though they are, in fact, normal sized men, they have tiny opinions. And, uh, because we kind of went straight to the where were you, so we're going to do it out of order. It's out of order Absolutely, Tuesday. Absolutely, but it's out of order Tuesday, or as I call it, Tata Torter Tuesday. Tata Torter <laughs> to Tuesday. We uh, we do have to talk about where I really am, which is in a bowling alley performing you comedy. Will. But go ahead, go ahead. One more tiny opinion, uh, and I did the tiny opinion about uh, Michigan not being on the East Coast. Okay, here's another one. Someone recently said to me, you know – they, they were talking about how they went to a certain restaurant. They're like, I'm kind of a foodie. And I don't like that expression. I think that's really uh, acting like you're different than other people uh, when you're making For yourself. doing something that everyone does. You know, I'm more of a foodie. That's almost sort of like going, you know, when I'm swimming, sometimes I like to uh, come up for air. Uh, I'm more of a breathy. Yeah, breathy. You know, I kind of like to breathe sometimes more than most people. I mean, we all we all eat food. Breathing would be somebody who really loves breathing, and so I think that person would go to different climates just for the air. Okay, so I'm actually okay. going to argue with you here and say okay. a foodie kind of yeah, we all like food. I think I think an eater. If someone said, you know, I'm I'm a, I'm a real eater. I'm more of an eater, and you'd go, we're all we're all eaters. We all eat. Yeah. Um, but I think that's funny when, because people do say that. They say, I'm a big eater. He's a really yeah. big eater. And that's either a weird way to say he's morbidly obese or a strange way to kind of say he's a big eater. We all are. We're all big on eating because if we're not, we die. And if we die, we aren't able to breathe. And I got to tell you, I'm a bit of a breathy. <laughs> It's always something ridiculous too. It's like, I mean, I went there for the pot stickers, and because I'm more of a foodie, like oh than me, because I don't like pot stickers. What are you trying to say about me? Are you trying to assume? <laughs> you trying to just assume by looking at me that I don't like pot stickers? Also, hold on. Are you trying to say that I'm a not sticker? That I don't <laughs> like pot stickers? I won't have pot stickers. I say not stickers for me. Not stickers. Unbelievable. Yeah. This is our. Uh, this is our solar, first solar episode. We're the only podcast attempting this. And if there's any audio problems, TJ's on his uh, on his AirPods. He's also being fueled by the sun, which doesn't really exist in Michigan. Tell me more about the uh, performing. You're performing in a an in interesting situation there. In a bowling alley at Spectrum Entertainment Complex. And um, <laughs> this is where things are. This is why it's why I'm just again. This is what the pandemic has done to me. This is what it's, has happened. So basically, the pandemic has sent you to one of the dirtiest places that humans uh, cohabitate, right? Is a bowling alley? You really believe yeah, that? Yeah, I mean, like, even just the whole of the bowling ball has to have so much coronavirus inside of it 
uh, it will survive any vaccine, even if these vaccines work. The whole of each bowling ball has to be riddled with coronavirus. I, I haven't noticed that. And what I did is one bowling ball, I put my tongue in each of the three holes. Each one tasted different. Lemon, lime, and human feces. Those were the three different tastes. I think it's so ridiculous there's only three holes in the ball. I think there should be a five-hole option, a seven-hole option for the people that need the extra. Uh, there should be different size balls. Why aren't there different amounts of holes? I, I do like a five-hole bowling ball. Well, what I saw a lot of before the show was people coming in and out with these kind of roller bags. Okay. And I said, you know, geez Louise, what's this all about? And it turns out that it is, um, yeah, it's very bizarre. It's a, um, you know, a lot of these people, like if you bring your own pool cue, which I think is really cool, they have their own bowling balls. Right. But the pool cue, you can bring in like a cool suitcase type of thing, right, flip it open, right. screw, it together. screw it together. That's a good look. The screw together. That's a good look. The screw together. Right. And then, but the bowling ball is just a cumbersome airplane carry on filled with like two or three bowling balls. And these guys <laughs> are just wheeling them in and wheeling them out. And it's a really, it's a very interesting. Uh, oh, so they really have wheels on them. serious Sorry about. To- oh, yeah. See, I've never seen those with wheels. That's that's a little weird. Well, I, I think it is. I mean, they ball. used to have a bowling ball bag, right? That's what, yeah. We just have one ball. But I think some of these guys have more than one ball for whatever reason. Have, I think the bag should have three fingers, three holes, right? And and you should have to carry it that way. Or you can only – not even holes. You can only carry it. The strap is only big enough for three of your fingers. <laughs> they all have to be custom made. I had but no I idea – yeah, I had no I idea there was wheels on the bowling ball bags. That's really yeah. No, I that's mean they're, that's what I'm saying. They're using these airplane carry-ons. I think some of them might be bowling ball specific, but they're the bringing wimp- in these. I'm going to say it: the wimpification of humanity. See, that's the that's the nice way to say it, right? Well, that's my that's my new joke uh, that's doing really well. Is how did we get to a place where we're drinking mango white cloth seltzers? <laughs> you know, where are we that we're drinking hard? seltzer and some of them are mango flavored i said i never thought as a society we'd get to a place where you uh you could be sitting there you'd be sitting there and you could be drinking a fruit infused beer you know a boysenberry apricot double pale ale with a garnish of a maraschino cherry and a slice of orange and a candied pineapple chunk, and you look over at a guy drinking a mango white claw and be like, "Fucking pussy!" Like, well, those are drinkies. People that do that, they call them drinkies. Reverse brew baker for that one, baby. Brew baker, which was actually our last episode. It was called Reverse Brew Baker. I mean, you got to do it. I'm so excited about being on your show again, even though it's solar powered and it's very, very cloudy in Michigan. So what I did was I did this, you know, and this was one of those gigs where they had set up a stage behind me is are the bowling lanes. And it is so very bright behind me. You can't really see the comic on stage. I'm not very well lit. Are they bowling while you're performing or no? No, it's in a separate sort of private bowling alley room which has like 10 lanes this place is huge 
Yeah. But constantly, and this is real, there is neon um, lights that are above us. Big canisters is what the lights look like. Large cylindrical canisters. And they're neon. And they're changing. They're slowly morphing from neon color to neon color. Okay? And they can't turn those off. All right? But they can turn off almost all the lights, but the audience is still completely illuminated. I can see every single person. Okay? They only have one waiter. That's it. One server. That's it. And then they have... um, <laughs> it's just amazing. I mean, the whole thing's amazing. So I want—I want to tell you a story because I think this was—I was telling Nick Vatteron about this last night. So I get there and they—they they have a, a bodyguard for me. They have security for me because we requested that because when we got the gig was around the time that the Michigan militia had tried to kidnap the governor and try her for treason and then behead her. Uh-huh. Right. And so, you know, that's very, very, very crazy. So it's an East Coast time zone type thing to do, right? I think I think that's exactly it. They B head, you know, they don't A head, they don't C head, they B head. And uh, you either be head or you'll be nothing at all, sucker. And, And so, you know, we're in Wyoming, Michigan, outside of Grand Rapids. So I thought, okay, maybe we should, you know, maybe there should be some security. Well, they have this security guy, and he just, first of all, he's smaller than me. So he's about, I don't know, four or five inches smaller than me. He's a stocky guy. I mean, I wouldn't want to fight him, but I think I would win in a fight with him. You know what I mean? Which is not what you want from your bodyguard. How many holes does he have? Uh, Four. Four holes, okay. Four holes. Well, five, but there's one really small one in the front, but that's it. Five total. He's an innie. No. Is that what you're saying? He's an I'm innie. wrong. I'm completely wrong. He's uh, He's got <laughs> five, six, seven holes. Seven holes. Okay. okay. On his body? And, yeah. uh, uh, five of them are uh, are actually in his human penthouse. His head. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And that's, the other you know, that's what they should do. The other two gonna... are down near the basement, Cash, yeah. if you know what I'm saying. And, and if and you he... do, please tell me because I don't know what I'm saying. Is that what they do with the strip search? Do they just say, show me your seven holes? Uh, that's well, where t- people tend to like to hide things. Show me I, all seven holes. Well, I think they're going to, wouldn't they ask just for the two holes in the basement? Sometimes, but you know, you can, you can stuff things anywhere. I mean, how many holes? We have a lot of places to stash stuff as humans. It's pretty Yeah, awesome. a lot of, a lot yeah. of, you would still like a kangaroo patch, but a lot of drug dealers are smuggling through their ears. I think you're yeah. right. Yeah, it, some people have said to me, "You're two holes short of of a back nine. That's some people. Really, you know, people that love golf. Sometimes they say that to me. Yeah. Sometimes people who uh, love golf will say, "Get the fuck out of my way! I'm trying to golf." <laughs> and put on your pants. Cover the cover. Cover those basement holes. <laughs> so you were uh, you had a, a bodyguard that was. Uh, they, I mean. Did you think you might get kidnapped? Is that what was happening? No, you just, you know, we're in a Never place know. where yeah. we're in a place where there's a militia that wanted to behead the governor. Yeah. You know, which, and in a place where they believe in QAnon and that Hollywood elites yeah. drink the blood of children. Right. Do you yeah. know that? Do you know about all this? I'm aware of that. I don't want to yeah, think about it. But yeah, it's uh, I'm okay, aware well, that. So you don't have to think about it because you're mm-hmm. hidden in your bunker 
in Manhattan Beach. I'm outside balancing a solar panel on my on my, roof, out on, here, on my personal rooftop. I'm out here among my the people. I'm among the people, and yeah. so so they got me security, and um, this guy immediately was like, just started in immediately. He goes, "Hey, uh, so um, so how do you do it? How, you know, how, how do you how do you get up there and?" Uh, and tell jokes in front of people because I, you know, at work everybody calls me kind of, you know, the, the class clown. And I actually, I, I was, uh, I, I was, a, I was, I was voted, I was voted class clown actually in school. But just, I mean, how do you get up there? How do you do it? And I said, well, it takes a lot of practice. It's hard, and then you know, for the first couple of years, it's, it's just, I, would, I don't want to say it's the hardest job, but in the beginning, it's harder than most jobs in terms of the failure because it's really feels great when people are doing it. And I kind of do that. He goes, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we're kind of walking around, and he just would follow me and be like, "So, what do you, what do you think? Um, what do you think's harder? Do you think? Do you, I mean, do you like doing uh, voiceover? Or you like doing movie, movies and TV more? Which, which, which you think, which, which you think is harder?" And I said, "Well, voiceover, you get to do a lot of different takes, but in, um, um, you know, in film and television, you really only get three or four takes, maybe five. Or if it's Spielberg, you know, just one or two. And he goes, oh, oh, is he, is he the pickiest one? Is he the pickiest one that you that, that you worked with? And I said, no, I mean, do, do the math on that. He, he asked for less takes. So it, it, that would mean that he's less picky. He's like, oh, oh that, that, that really, that really must've been, that must've been really something. So, um, so you, uh, uh, so you are you still on that show? I mean, it was really really amazing. But he goes, are you still are you still on that show? Uh, you know where you're the boss, where you're, you're the uh, you're the you're the boss of those other guys. You're still on that show? And I said, no, man, I'm not. I mean, this guy was falling around, and he also had a bandana beneath his nose. Right. And I'm seeing a lot of that out here. There's a bartender that was wearing her mask on her chin, not over her mouth, not over her nose. You got to cover at least one of the seven holes. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> get, get those front three holes covered, for God's sake. But this girl, Nikki, the bartender, she's just not wearing her mask. And what it is up here is they don't understand the, the virus. They just they think that they need to wear masks, and so they do that. But they don't do it to protect themselves or anybody else. They do it because – they're told to, and it's annoying to them, and they don't like it. And so this guy's just got his 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 mask down under his nose, just a bandana. And I made fun of him on stage. I had to, I because I didn't really, I didn't make fun of him a lot, like in person. But on stage, publicly, I shamed him. But on stage, I go, you know, I got a bodyguard here who's wearing his bandana under his nose the whole time. I mean, that's like wearing your pants around your balls, you know, and just leaving your dick out. It's like, well, my dick can get an STD, but my, my testicles are going to be fine, you know. And um, but he he couldn't stop doing that. And and one time he walked over to me and he had his mask off, and I said, uh, I said, put your mask on. And he goes, Oh yeah, sorry, sorry, I was just thinking. What? <laughs> what do you mean? It would be one thing if he was like, I was drinking and eating, but he said, Oh, sorry, I was just thinking. So he pulled the bandana off because he had to have a thought or two. He was really thinking through some things. So that didn't make any sense to me at all. And then he's in there going, "So, uh, uh, so you, so you, um, 
So you like, so you, you like, uh, you, you know, you, were you, were you on, uh, you still on that show? You still on that show where you're the boss of those, those other guys? You know, what's the name of that show? You know that show? He's asking me, do I know that show? And I said, yeah. And is, you know, the feature is just really funny guy, Mike Logan. He says, um, yeah, Silicon Valley. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are, are you still on that show? And uh, I said, no, man. No, I'm not. And he goes, oh, why, why, why aren't you on that show? It's a great show. And I said, that show's been over for like three years, man. And he was like, no, no, it hasn't. And I just said, okay. Like, I, what am I, am I supposed to argue with the guy who couldn't think of the name of the show? Then when somebody else tells him the name of the show, he asks why I'm not on it. I say because it's not a show anymore, and he's, he disagrees. He thinks he may know better than me, the guy that was on the show, if that show is still on the air. Now, when he said that, was the mask blocking his thinking? Because was, was it on or off during the... He, he had both sides of the mask in his ears, but it was covering the back of his head. <laughs> so that's the deal there. But so he said, okay, you know, no, 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 it's not. I go, yeah. Yeah, it is, man. He goes, uh, uh, I, I don't think so. I think that's still on. I mean, he was really, it was amazing what was going on with him. And then, and this is the last thing I'll say about him, at one point, right, he's supposed to be my security. At one point, I go up to him while the show's going on, or right before, and I said, hey, I'm going to go outside and, you know, smoke a clove, have a cigarette. And he was like, okay, yeah, I'll stay here. What? Like, I was like, What? He's like, that's a good idea. I'll, I'll stay here. Like it was part of the plan. Like he was like, you go out there. I'll stay here instead of being out there with you to protect you. And that way people will be like, is it really him? Because his bodyguard's still inside. But that was his response was, I'm going to go outside. And instead of going, okay, I'll come out with you. He was like, oh, good, good. I'll, I'll stay right here. I'll be here. So that's kind of what I'm working with. <laughs> So I did the show and it went well and I was kind of riffing and joking, but it's just a hard thing to do. And what was really strange was I was doing great and made fun of the bowling alley, obviously, and all that stuff. And, uh, and then I started juggling and they did not know what the fuck was going on. Were you juggling the bowling balls? That would have been the way to go, right? Or the no, pen? I, I can do that, but uh, no, I was Heavy. doing I was doing cigar boxes. Yeah, usually you juggle a bowling ball, an egg, and a club. That's it's like be hard. one of the three things. Yeah. But so um, <laughs> it's unbelievable. So uh, you know, I started juggling cigar boxes. And they just were like, what? Like, they didn't clap. They weren't excited. They were like, what is going on? And I, I in fact, stopped and said, okay, uh, I've been performing for a, lot, a long time. And I can really feel that you guys in here, all of you, it's clear that you're like, what the fuck is he doing? Why is he doing this? What's happening? And I said, you know, it's palpable. I mean, I can really feel that. But this is juggling. This is a thing that you kind of do, and it's impressive. And yeah. when something's impressive to you, you clap. And they kind of didn't totally get it at all. And then I go to do my glow-in-the-dark juggling. Um, I have these glow-in-the-dark balls, but they can't turn off all the lights. So they can only turn off the bowling alley lights. And uh, also, there were three huge screens – 
I mean, no, and glow in the dark. Sorry to interrupt, but the glow in the dark is sort of contingent on uh, the dark part. The dark, right? right yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Between the glow, the in, and the dark, the dark probably tops the list. It's one of the big fact. It's one of the you big, need. you know, parts of the whole thing. It's like it's like being a foodie without any food. Yeah, you know, it's like being a foodie without the food. It's just e. I'm just an yeah. e. <laughs> just i e. I'm just an e. <laughs> So behind me, there did you know three. that in advance that there was it, they weren't going to have it be dark? No, I mean I got there and expected it to be exactly the way it was. Right. This thing's really nice. It looks like they spent probably three or four million dollars making this place, and there are three huge flat screen TVs and a camera that's on me projecting three images of me behind me. But those are almost better lit than me, than okay. actual me. Yeah, and uh, and so the the glow in the dark juggling kind of didn't really work that well, you know. And I considered not doing the juggling tonight, but I think I'm still just gonna do it. You know, I just think they'll never see anything like it again. But I finished, and they kind of weren't terribly happy about it. You know, <laughs> they thought it was pretty funny and all that. And then you know, I did my spiel about hot sauce and face shields. And then, uh, can't believe this. I really can't believe it. And then, um, I, uh, yeah, so I did my spiel and then I closed, I did my closer and I had said earlier, if I do well, I'm not going to do a mic drop because we're in a bowling alley, but instead I'm going to, uh, do a strike. I'm going to use myself as a human bowling ball and roll a strike. And so I finished the show and people loved it and they were clapping. And so I got off the stage and ran down a bowling lane and jumped and slid underneath and knocked over like seven pins and then came back and just sort of took in the glory of that. And then Wait, uh, you didn't go for the, the did you go back for the spare for the final three? No, it's one and done. This okay. tonight, though, I'm going to do it, and I'm going to make sure that I get a strike because I can. You can stay in there and hit yeah. over as many pins as you can. What are the rules on that? Were you able to kind of slap your arms to the side so that the pins? Yeah, you do it. You do a full breaststroke. Okay. Okay. Well, I I, I can't wait to hear what happens tonight. It's going to sound. It sounds like uh, sounds like maybe it should have been a a, a one time engagement. I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it was – and also, nobody showed up because they didn't know um, – they didn't – it's really crazy. They So Michigan is shutting down tomorrow. Um, uh, Michigan's shutting down completely tomorrow. And they uh, – but on they announced that on Sunday – but the governor said that Wednesday they were going to shut down. And then the rest of the speech, I guess she just kept saying this week. So everybody thought that the, the state has been shut down since Monday. So we had 55 tickets sold with one person walking up yesterday, 56 out of 240, you can see. 
And then tonight we have 67 tickets sold. Hey, buddy, we're going out of order here. And uh, you know what I'd like to do? Sometimes we kick off the show with this little section. We like to call it the uh, triple, triple banger, banger lightning oh, round. Uh, triple banger lightning round. Yeah, yeah, that's the way. Triple banger lightning round. Solar edition. This is the solar edition. If you, if you if you had to choose between the stars and the moon, and you're just going to lose one of them, you can't. There's no more stars, or there's no more moon. Which would you choose? Jeez. I mean, I guess no more stars. I love it when you ask questions like this because that's really. I'd actually be interested in what the twelve and a half has well, to say about a- this because I I would say, um. Yeah, I would say I'd rather see the moon. The moon changes. The stars are always the same. You know what? I I, I picked the moon also. This was a triple banger lightning round question that uh, my son came up with. And, really? And, yeah, and he corrected me. And so this is a trick question, and I didn't get it right either. Um, the sun is a star, so it would be unwise. It would be unwise to go with the moon. <laughs> That's a really good point, but I I suppose, yeah. I mean, if you put it that way, then you have to get. Then there's no choice. I right. Mean, I, I didn't think die. of it. I didn't think of it that way either. I would have chosen the moon because it just gives sure. me a lot of joy to see it. Plus, how can you? I'll tell you, if we lost the moon, the Moon Wizard episodes would not be as funny. They to would people. no longer it, be relevant. And, yeah, and all I care about is is you know how, you know how that you know, holds up over time. I mean, these, these episodes have to be uh, evergreen as they say in the business where, you know, they're funny what business you know, is hundreds that? of years later. Huh? What business is that? that they say evergreen. Uh, in the uh, comedy business, if a, if a joke uh, lasts a while, it's evergreen, right? I didn't know that. Yeah. They say, Oh, this is, these are evergreen jokes, meaning like they're not topical jokes. They're jokes that are going to last a while. That's why on this particular that. show. I, I, I'm going to start using that. Yeah. And on this particular show, we don't talk a lot about current events. We've done a little bit more of it this year because this has been such an insane year with the pandemic. But um, for the most part, we don't talk a lot. Year. We talk more about, you know, philosophical topics, you know, just so you'll know Moon enough wizards, to screw, screw you, know? you up for the rest yeah. of your life. Right. What would you say? Yeah. You know, we talk about moon wizards and things like that. Moon wizards, things of that nature. Um Turbine and Lightning Round, question, question two. two. Question, question two. two. Um, I have a memory foam pillow, and um, it's very uncomfortable. Um, it seems like it's flat a lot of the time. Uh, does it have amnesia? I love that. I was also going to say, <laughs> uh, does it have bad memories of you that it just kind of, you know, it just does it hold a grudge? Will it not let things go? <laughs> You know, uh, yeah, I think amnesia is pretty funny, but that's only if every single night it's it's bad again and worse. You know, I think the memory foam pillow is almost as audacious as saying that uh, um, that uh, that that Michigan. You know, I, I think there's a level. It's it's almost as has the audacity of saying that you love food. Uh, so they call you a foodie. Calling your pillow a memory foam pillow, um, I think that's an advertising sort of gimmick, which is ludicrous, that it can remember. I, I can't believe how audacious you are about using the word audacity. It took a while. It took I mean, a while for me to get that out. audacity. 
of the audaciousness of how often you say the audacity. <laughs> it's just absolutely audacious. And uh, yeah, it took a while, but it's, it is true. I, I think those memory foam pillows are not comfortable. I just don't think they are. And I think you got to find a good pillow that has no memory at all. It doesn't even think about the future. It That's just right. wants, to, wants you to, and I've never gotten that pillow gets hot and you turn it over and it's cold. You know how people talk about that? Oh, yeah. That at all. You don't get that. I'm not interested in that. I don't want to hear about it. I want you out of my house. I want you out of my house and into my heart. See, I turn it over all the time looking for the, the extra coolness. And I do like that. I think that's one of the great phrases when you say an athlete is great and he's calm under pressure. You say uh, he's as cool as the other side of the pillow. And that that phrase was coined uh, many years ago about Joe Montana, actually. And then a bunch of people used it, acted like it was their own. But it was a writer in San Francisco that said about Joe Montana, he's as cool as the other side of the pillow. I love, see, now that's a great expression, but yeah, that's better than cool as a cucumber. But I've just never had that. I've never sort of turned a pillow around and been like, oh my God, this is so cool. So cold. Yeah. You know, I like to sort I of have, I have turned Kate around. And yeah. she's oh. been very cold. <laughs> so one side of her has been warm. I'll flip Kate around very cold. She'll kind of, she'll give me a, a good long cold stare. Yeah. Stink eye, maybe. I'll say from Breeze, them peeps. Then who knows? Yeah. Not even just a stink eye, a stink eye. Hey, let's do uh, this solar episode. It looks like the solar power is going to last enough for two episodes. Really? So I think this is a two parter. Yeah. Two part like episode. Well, let's do some maskers. Can let's do some maskers. And then we're going to find out how long this solar power goes on. Just a little teaser for the next episode. I may tell a little bit of story about how my life was threatened at a round table pizza. Are you familiar with Round Table Pizza? I am. We went past a um, we went past an advertisement for it because you can buy frozen versions, and it said uh, um, quality natural pizza because they can't say anything about it that it's like organic or anything, so right. they just call it natural pizza. Mm, like what does that. that even mean, natural pizza? <laughs> It just grows organically in the world? No, it's it, they can't say organic. They can't say all <laughs> beef. They can't say anything. They just say natural pizza. Okay, okay. Um, I have one. Uh, actually, I have one practice living in the modern age before we get to the maskers. I, uh, I really, you know, sometimes when we lock our doors at night, it seems like it's, you know, to protect ourselves and stuff. But in terms of thieves, we don't have jewelry. We don't have really anything valuable in our house. Um, so what we've done is we put an apology next to the two earrings that April has uh, to the thieves really? saying, sorry, we don't have more. Um, you know, if it, we, you know, we appreciate you came in and you thought we were worth uh, stealing from, but <laughs> this is all we've got. That's great. And sorry, sorry, we never, we never really cared a lot about jewelry. So this is all it is. Because I think it's so funny when people worry about jewelry. Um, they'll say like, you know, even when you go into a hotel room, they'll be like, you know, there's a safe in there too for your jewelry. Uh, yeah, we didn't bring jewelry on our trip, a jewelry box to put in a safe. Um, I think that's a great a idea. Holiday Inn Express. Yeah. You also, if you could have other. 
you know, if there's other um, jewelry, that's a good way to throw them off. You put out a pair of like not so expensive earrings. You say nothing else here. We wanted to keep those out so you don't have to rummage around. Just take these. No need to rummage. You might put on the note, you know, <laughs> no rummaging needed. But yeah, Kate has some jewelry. But we, when we went to Saint uh, Saint Bartholomew, uh, we we locked in the safe and then we forgot the combination. So that was the, oh, there you go. Own, so how'd you ever get that's in there? It's its own reason not to have. You know, there's a reset code or something like that. But that's its own reason not to not to bring jewelry on trip. I mean, those were the first passwords, and that was the first indication no one's ever going to remember a combination lock. How are we going to remember our passwords? There, there are more means of communication now that I can't even get into because I don't have passwords anymore for things like Facebook or any other places. It's just gotten out of hand now. I don't, I don't, I just, I'm well, very. It took, it took me months to get back into my YouTube account. Yeah. Because it had been so long since I logged in that by this time they want to send a, um, they want to send a password to your phone. And the phone was of an assistant that we fired years ago, probably yeah. six years ago or something. So it took me months, three months to get into that. So, yeah, I totally understand. I mean, have you noticed emails. Steve Smith hasn't been sending you emails? That's yeah, one of my aliases. What's going on with that? What happened to I don't agent? know how to get into his email account. <laughs> he's got, he's, he's, it's just taken on a life of its own. I can't get back but can't, to Steve Smith. Can't you just say I forgot my password and I'll send it to a different email? I, I don't know where – no, there doesn't seem to be a backup email account where I can find out what Steve Smith's password was. What so about I'm just a phone number? Of, you, had, you, you, you had to put something in. I don't know what it was. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep looking into it. I'll let you know what happens with that. Let's do a couple uh, maskers and then we – and the solar power – I'm just balancing a solar uh, panel on my head. It's not easy. There's, like, there's a second cloud kind of coming, coming over. There seems to be a storm of brewing. Yep, there's storm brewing and I've got beer brewing in the hotel bathtub. Like 85% of superheroes, this is Maskers. Ben Poser. Uh, these actually were uh, a couple um, maskers for TJing in with Cash Levy. I don't think there's going to be more of those. Um, yeah, check out that episode. We really enjoyed out. that. Yeah, check that yeah. episode. That was a lot of fun. So Ben Bowser says, if a customer is approaching a shop without a mask on and it doesn't look like they're planning on putting one on, is it appropriate to say, hey, buddy, you're asking for a masking? Now, mm. first of all, again, I'm so upset that, you know, I used to get so angry that this, that maskers was not to be about masks. It's about asking the masters. But now it's all people talk about. So, yes, I love that. I love you're asking for a masking. <laughs> yeah, you're cruising for a bruising. No, you're right. asking for a masking. Right. And the best uh, place to say that is in Baskin Robbins. Because then you can say, hey, buddy, you're in Baskin. All right. And we're asking for a masking in Baskin. <laughs> um, is the pan another one for Ben Poser? Come on. Is the pandemic an exhibitionist? Sorry. Is the pandemic an exhibitionist dream? Since they now have two chances to inappropriately expose themselves. Yeah, I think that's right. <laughs> it's a flasher's dream. And, um, um, oh, wait. So he, he gives a, um, he gives a reverse. He gives another edit. Is the pandemic especially rough on exhibitionists? 
So tell me which one you think is better, Cash. Okay. Is the pandemic especially rough on exhibitionists because when they say, look at my PP, people think they want to show them their personal protective equipment. So look at my PP. I think you'd have to go, ee! Look at my peepee. And they go, oh, what, your mask and your gloves? I think the first one. I like two chances yeah. to inappropriately yeah. expose themselves. You know, we, then, we talked about this on a previous episode that, that lazy streakers are just flashers, right? Yeah, that's true. They won't run and they're not taking it all off. Right. And, and flashers, you know. Uh, yeah, flashers are lazy streakers. That's basically what it is. And I'd so, love to go yeah. streaking, but I don't think Kate would ever do that with me. And she said once, she goes, you're too. Somebody will take a picture. All right, this is from Ben Poser, a standard cashing in one. And he's on uh, he's on, uh, uh, he's on, on um, Patreon, and we just love all the Patreon people. I got to say, he's on Patreon. He's doing $13 a month. That is huge for us right now. That's really, really great. So thank you so much. Um, is this how amazing Grace would go if, God forbid, it was about Nancy Grace? Oh, Nancy Grace, how shit the sound. That wretched one saved like me. I once was found, but now I'm lost. Could see, but now I'm blind. You bucket of bulldog face shit. I added the, the last one, but yeah, I think so. I think it needs to. Have, yeah. So no, I thought that like would be a, a piece of trash can that got hit by a shovel, and then somebody <laughs> hit the shovel with another shovel. <laughs> it's so funny that we've made fun of Nancy Grace all these years, and so many worse people have replaced her, but we just stick with the we stick with the tried and true. You know, I hate her. I can't stand her. <laughs> uh, Brad uh, at Calgary Canuck writes conditioner more like shampoo. <laughs> no, actually, it should be shampoo and shampoo. Shampoo should be more like shampoo, right? Well, which one comes first and which comes second? Conditioner comes second, so I think that's a shampoo. It's number two. It's going number two. Okay, okay. And okay, so, yeah, yeah. So shampoo should be shampoo and conditioner should be shampoo. You know, we that's might have done good. this. That's a good yeah. one. Yeah, I, we might have done this one, but I'm going to do it again if I have to just because I didn't remember. But XRP Chicago writes, female dogs tend to stumble. Bitches be tripping. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> That is so well written. You know, I even, this is how good a joke that is. I read that to April and she laughed and she's not a big fan of that word even, but of course a female dog is a bitch. So it's just, well, she, no, but she doesn't care about that. She hates the word tripping. It's a great joke. She can't trip apostrophe. She loves cheese. Any joke with the word tripping in it makes her very upset. Yeah. Josh Paredes, this is sort of a, a, I think a triple banger kind of when you pee in a pool, does that make it a toilet? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Mitch M writes nodding off. 
Well, wait, are you going to answer that? What do you think? You just, well, no, I think I think it is. I, I think that's I think that's you know. That's, I think we all know. We all uh, know. Mitch M writes, nodding off the cousin of headbanging. Yeah, I read that one actually last time. I love that. That was as I was uh, being lifted off as a condor into the sky by other birds. Um, <laughs> but yeah, headbanging is uh, nodding is the nodding off is the cousin of headbanging. That's a great one. Um, there's one more I wanted to get to. I just, uh, God, I just, I'm trying to find it. I had it written down somewhere here. Oh yeah. Sean S U G R U E. And I didn't want to mess up that last name. The pronunciation of the pronunciation of it writes, uh, is free dong. Just another word for nothing left to lose or nothing left to loose. Oh, I like that one a lot too. <laughs> free dog. I love the idea of free donging it. Yeah, it's, free donging it is great. It just making it just makes me laugh. Free donging it. It's so good. So Charlie Carniero, also thirteen dollars per month on Patreon. We appreciate it so much. Even three dollars. I mean, what does it cost you every month? But it means the world to us. Charlie Carniero says, committing a pair of breasts to memory. Memorizing? Mm, yes. Nice. Yes. I like that. From I downtown. Yes. Yes. I love that. Committing. That's great. That's from downtown, and that is a yes. Um, let's see. We, we've got one from Daniel Ontrovitzik. When you're describing wall-mounted storage, is that shelf-explanatory? Yes! That's a killer! <laughs> Kate constantly talks about her cabinets and says, I mean, aren't you ashamed of your shelf? And that's a consistent one in the Kate Miller household, is you should be ashamed of your shelf. Are you proud of your shelf? And I love uh, when you're describing wall-mounted storage. That's shelf-explanatory. You know what? We're doing out of order Tuesday. I'm, te right? I, I, I'm, te I'm texting Kate that right now. We're doing out of order Tuesday, right? Yes. Um, can we do one more tiny opinion? Well, I have you on the uh, on the solar version, the solar episode, yes. our first annual solar-powered episode. And I can see the clouds are coming over. It looks like you might have to go outside. You're you're fading out a little bit. But um, am I? Is it going in and out? When I hear about shelves, it makes me think of all these Zoom meetings I've been doing. The Zooming where someone has a whole book shelf behind them with lots of books, and they've got certain things sort of highlighted. You know what you put you b behind you on your Zoom. You know it's sometimes it's obvious what you're trying to. If you have too many trophies or too many books that are hard to read, then we know we're, you're kind of bragging about the reading. It's almost like me when I streak, you know I have seven holes, and I didn't need to, like, you know, uh, even if I'm streaking by – You don't have to flaunt them. You know, I don't have to flaunt the sheer audacity. Audacity of it. <laughs> Boo-doo-boo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-